Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. He is a comedian, an actor, a raconteur, a juggler of words and objects, and as I have told several people in the past couple of weeks, the guy who actually came up with the name of this show. He is currently working on the follow-up to his debut comedy album, A Little Off the Top of My Head, which is widely available. It is always a pleasure to have him with us and a pleasure to introduce Mr. Jim Coughlin. Welcome, sir. Why, thank you for that wonderful invite, David. <laughs> I'm very excited to be here, and it's a wonderful day. Excellent. It's it's great to have you, and uh, yeah, it's I, I could start the I could start to feel the daggers as the intro went on. And no, on. no, 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 no. <laughs> like it's all good. Uh, uh, and when when do I get to talk? No, keep uh, keep no. saying nice things about me. I'm not offended. I'm not offended. <laughs> right on. I will I will keep that in mind. Well, thank you, thank you for being here. Yeah, we were talking before the show. It's been a little while, so yeah. uh, great to have you back. Welcome. As always, we are also joined by comedian scholar. Golf aficionado and the black voice of reason. Always a pleasure to introduce Mr. Time and Ship. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Dave. Power to the people. Back from celebrating my birthday of turning the big five seven. Wow, uh, it's good to be like uh, good Heinz to be catch back. Up. Yeah, yeah. Back and <laughs> in the saddle again, as they say. You know, and uh, all is good. All is well. Excellent. Well, well, you're looking great for an old man. I got to say. <laughs> I even have still have my birthday beard. Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah, you know, and it's it's funny. I was talking to someone uh, last week. We were just talking about age and and how it's relative. And like, I don't, you know, I don't really see myself as my age because I have a strong sense of denial and I am very immature. Um, but it's it was a couple weeks ago when you were on the show and it was Katie's birthday and we were talking about your birthday coming up and you mentioned that you're going to be 57 and I'm like well, well he's only five years old. oh my god does that make me I'm going to be 50 oh Jesus I'm old gonna yeah I'm going to be 52 in uh, in November oh wow yeah. Oh, I'm saying. You know, I've been I've been running my open mic, and we had a week recently where it was like four or five people were exactly fifty two. Wow, that's it. Seems to be the sweet spot. No, no offense. <laughs> None taken. Just just think of it as the uh, the deck of cards augmented. Yeah. Um, by the way, looking at at time in here, um, fifty seven, looking very good. It reminded me of a, a, a something I saw on the internet. It's a baby photo of this little white baby. With the most wrinkled forehead you've ever seen, just uh, proving the differences. And you got to know, there's someone out there who saw that picture and thought Botox for infants. Yes. Oh, yes. Huge market that we're just ignoring. Right. Why aren't people letting us inject literal poison into? Yes. Seems like injection is the big problem today. Yes, Everybody it really is. Uh, let's about talk about injection. injections. Yeah, we should. But first, before we do, I, I should probably let people know if you didn't already. I am Doctor David Robinson, your Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse, and we do have plenty to talk about. Uh, much of it being related to the news this week, not just our uh, personal old old man gripes. Although there is. Uh, there's definitely uh, some overlap in that Venn diagram, and we will be talking about that and so much more. But first, a message from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America, and people are waking up to the great taste of Community Spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. 
I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of community spread, it's unmitigated spread variants. If you barely acknowledged community spread before, before, try unmitigated spread variants available in Delta variant everywhere now and when you least expect it unmitigated spread variants it's time for another peak speaking of time it is the 39th Saturday of the year and being the 25th of September that also means it is National Comic Book Day National Lobster Day National Singles Day and Math Storytelling Day so Grab your comic books and your lobsters and ponder why you're still single as you leave Pittsburgh on a train traveling at 58 miles per hour. Nice. It's yeah. nice to know that it's comic book day because usually I learn it like when it's over. I was like, oh, I could have gotten a free comic. And, and it's singles day, which is also great. Hey, oh, I went, go on, to the comic went on the books. Facebook app and ended up in a few days, got 14 hits. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, when I first saw that it was singles day, I'm like, so are we supposed to just get a bunch of ones and go out to the club, make it rain? Hey what, what, what are we doing here? Well, I, and, and here I was at the 99 cent store. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, you can't take pennies to the to the strip joint. No. Although my buddy came with a roll of quarters. They said, what are you going to do? Way down the fucking thong. <laughs> Is that a roll of quarters in your thong? Or you, hmm. you know, although, and I haven't been. Uh, this is one of those things I need to go. I'm, I'm To a strip joint? Well, no, I've, I've been to a few. You know what's funny? I've always found them depressing. Uh, because it's it's largely like the whole window shopping thing. Like, you know, rule number one of the strip club, no touching. You know, right, it's like, right. you're, so it's like, so I'm gonna pay way too much for drinks or go somewhere where you're paying way too much for a soda because they don't serve drinks and like spend a couple hours with a bunch of horny dudes getting amped up about a a chick that you know a a meal you're never gonna eat right and then i i worked for playboy for for a while like in the late 90s early 2000s and you know Basically, it's like, oh, this is this is what the strippers aspire to. Yeah. Well, this is even more depressing now, you right. know. And, yeah. and I had so, an epiphany in a strip club. Oh, what what was she wearing? Well, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> a very come, interesting. Coming to the name stage now, with, yeah. epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> What'd she dance to? Was it Guns N' Roses? <laughs> she, uh, her sister was Frankincense and Myrrh. Walk through a drive-through, a fucking comic. <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> that was like a drive-through, 
you know, you don't have to go in for, you know, this is just a drive. This is a uh, fast, uh, you know, fast one liner. And he's, he's just coming off the top of the head. Yeah. The coffee is flowing. Yeah. But you, you had an epiphany at a strip club. Yeah, because I, I'm standing there and I got all this, these butt naked chicks all around me boobs every all different colors and shapes and everything and i can't have any of it and they're rubbing all over me and i'm getting nothing of it but frustration and, and laundry and, bills yeah and i had glitter all over me you thought that i had just slept with some chick no that's because she just rubbed her butt all over me and i didn't get anything and this is and yet my you know and my pocket i'm i'm you know i'm, I'm i've lost money from her just rubbing yeah, this is a con game. I you, need to get out of here. You know, I, here's what I, I guess I view it almost, this is a new idea, but almost like casinos where everybody tells you about how they won at the casino and strip joints, everybody's like, oh yeah, it's like this buffet and I can't have anything. It's like, yeah, somebody's spending a shit ton of money at those places, you know? Yeah, oh God, yeah. Oh, there's, yeah, yeah you're not going to, yeah. well, unless you're Donald Trump, you're not going to go broke running a casino or or, <laughs> or a strip joint. A strip yeah. joint. No. Yeah. And and then, then there's those guys, the guys that make it rain. Oh, what a waste of money. Have you seen, uh, last time I was at a strip club was for a friend's bachelor party. Same here. And they, they have like these, uh, they're like plastic toy guns, but you put a bundle of bills in it and it just like shoots them out. Yeah, yeah. I actually know somebody with one of those guns, but not for strip joints. It's... Bar mitzvahs, Greek weddings. Uh, I know they throw yes. money at Greek weddings. Yep, those are lovely. They throw plates also, so be careful. She uses it for street performers. Oh, that's handy. Is <laughs> yeah. I mean, can you adjust it from automatic to single shot? Because <laughs> yes, depending upon how how much you appreciate like, the act. Well, yeah, you know. Sorry, I'm going to need some of that back. You it guys a, weren't that good, and yeah, uh, has, I misfired. It has semi-automatic. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, what I was going to say is Jumbo's Clown Room. Yes, that's uh, where, where I was at. Where apparently the the dancers like put their own money in the jukebox. There's no DJ there. Yes. So I was going to say there, you can maybe bring a roll of quarters. But yes. you know you gotta you gotta tip like a whole roll of quarters. You know, it's, yes. I think it would be impolite and inconvenient to toss a handful of change up on the stairs. And you might hit her in the eye. <laughs> that, yeah, that too. That's yeah. that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah. Cause the, the I'm girl, sure there's a market for like, you know, strippers with eye patches, like either like pirate aficionados or uh, Maltov cocktees from uh, the Venture Brothers cartoon. She wore an eye patch. Yeah, well, we were at the uh, strip joint. <laughs> you know, I ran into a girl I, that I went to high school with. And she said, who are you here with? I said, my friend. And she was up there, you know, because they said, ladies and gentlemen, coming on stage, number four, we have... Epiphany. Kathy. <laughs> and she comes out. And, and she was, you know, and, you know, I guess her mama kicked her out of the house. You know, she's dancing. I said, hey, Kathy. She's no timing. How you doing? And, she, you know, and her, my buddy's like, hey, man, think I could give her this? I said, dude, she's not putting a roll of quarters in her thong. <laughs> okay, what did you expect? And he said... She's like, I don't take no damn quarters. Is that a is that a roll? I said a roll of quarters. I mean, we're talking. She's talking. Why does he have a roll? I'm not. St- no, you're not sticking that. I said, it won't fit anyway because if you sit in crossway, you have to put it in crossway across your ass. And she wasn't very good at, at stripping. She didn't last long because, I mean, you know, she, she came out since she was new. It's like she had an afro between her legs. That's just, you know. First of all, that ain't gonna work. You know, I mean, you know, that can be on your head, but it can't be between your legs. It you know? can. I mean, yeah, well, then it, you know, that's funny. Go, I've, 
I've I've been working like some some 1970s TV shows uh, that do involve nudity, and it was there was one show I was working where it was supposed to be like a, a post Republican National Convention party in 1972. And, you know, when you're on set and there's on set nudity, you know, you're supposed to be respectful and, you know, eyes are up here and don't make anyone feel uncomfortable. Uh, but, you know, we're shooting and there's there's a bunch of women like wearing Merkins. And this one guy is, you think you think that's like the real hair? I'm like, yeah. And they all go to the same barber, like, which yeah. is why it's all exactly the same. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh so that, yeah. It's you, it's a wig. You you look up close and it's really the the wait stick minute, on you, furry chest for wait, men. Wait, wait right. you, you can put a wig between your legs. Oh yeah, it's dude. Called a, this it's is called yeah, American. This is, I mean, this goes back to what like the French Revolution when uh, back in Europe, you know, when everybody had lice and stuff, and so the the prostitutes would shave. Uh huh. So you know they weren't you know because I imagine even back then. You give crabs to your clients, you're not going to be so, in so, so, business that long. So, so they would shave, but and then, then they would the, wear a wig and put yeah, a wig. To, to look natural. Yeah. I bet you there's a lot of people that don't know that you can put a wig between your legs. I, you know, there's a lot you can put between your legs. <laughs> but I mean, a wig. I've never heard that before, Dave. You guys yeah, said well, it, and it's you know, called a, well, and this, have is, a name this is for an it. educational show. Yeah. It was back when I was producing uh, Five Comics and a Side of Fries in Burbank. This is like 15 years ago. There was a comedian. I, I I you know, I don't necessarily want to call her out and embarrass her because she her last name by birth it was Merkin and I don't think she was familiar with the term and it was kind of one of those things like every comic you know wait is that your real name is that and she wound up like going with a stage name um, I think probably because she was tired of you know hearing all the Merkin jokes and and well, the, you know what that means yes I know what it means you know it's like when have you ever seen basketball there was a guy named David Robin yes I know believe me I know. Right. What has David Robinson got to do with Merkin? The, just, the just whole thing of changing your names. name because people won't shut up about it. Oh, okay. Like, and when I, it's, I mean, for years, and even when I, when I was working in radio especially, number one question, so what's your real name? David Robinson. No, 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 no. What's on, what's on your driver's license? David Robinson. No, 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 no. What, okay, what's on your birth certificate? David Robinson. That's your real name? Yes. That's what I've been telling you. Like, everyone um, just assumes it's like, it's my show business. Well, that's like now, when they run into a white guy named Elmo Jackson. We've got Elmo. Um, do, you know, do you know the use of the term ship for Transit? fantasizing about people? Well, which I do fantasize about a lot of folks. But <laughs> Have you heard that term, though? No, no. So ship is like, um, say there's a six... It's short for relationship. And so it's, you're yeah. like, you're shipping these two characters that you really like. Say, you know, say you're gay and, and you, you fantasize about you James, T, gayness James, that, James T. Kirk having sex with bones or whatever, you know. <laughs> or, or it could be straight, you know, of course. Uh, um, Dave and Maddie on Moonlighting, if you want to yeah, go back in time. Yeah. And it's called ship? Shipping, yep. yep. You know, shipping. It, it's like I ship, everyone I ship who them. wanted the like the two characters right. to get together. They're, I'm gonna tell the, when I go over to the lounge today. I'm gonna tell the brothers about about Merkins. I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I, I'm gonna tell. I guarantee you if I bring it up, hey brother, did you know they used to wear? You know they used to put on uh, wigs between their legs and say, "Shut up, Shiv." You know, <laughs> they, 
I'm you telling you, it'll be a whole high. damn conversation. I bet you women didn't even know. Well, that's one way to keep from talking about vaccines. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Which is, you know, one of the topics that I know you've told me about. Uh, yeah. Usually prompts you to put on your uh, your idiot blockers. Yeah, yeah. Your, you know, you know, while while we're on, head, yep. while we're talking strip joints and merkins and things like that, I want to tell you about how sometimes knowing about shit can get you in trouble. <laughs> For like, why the hell do you know that, right? Right, right, right. So yeah. I remember one of my first job, my basically my first sort of you know day job out of college, and somehow we were talking about about strip joints, uh-huh. and I just had learned recently that at that point, and I don't know if this was in East St. Louis or someplace else, but strippers were putting uh, um, latex on their nipples and then putting makeup so that they look like their nipple. So that legally they weren't exposing their nipple. Ah, so crazy. this is a sort of like a merkin in that sense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, you're not actually seeing my nipple; you're seeing a you're fake seeing nipple. A and you know, we can tie this while we're yeah. moving up the body. You got the merkin, you got the latex yeah. nipple, and then you have, like, say, Jewish women that wear wigs so as yeah. to not show their real hair. Although you don't have men. a lot of orthodox strippers. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I would venture you, to you, guess you, maybe you, none. You do know when they first came out with the the poles. You yeah, know, the strip poles and everything, and you know you're supposed to put the oil on your body and everything. Well, one chick went up too high, <laughs> and the oil she whoosh, came and hit, Drop dead, and hit, and hit, I think she either snapped her spine or something. Oh, jeez, oh, yeah, man. you know, because she couldn't slow down when she whoosh, went down the pole right. and hit the and hit the floor. Well, you know, and because there no, I don't know if you know, a lot of them fall. They yeah, do, well, and, and well, boom! That's know, how some, that's how they wind yeah. up as strippers. Some, some of them, what they do, some of them, they have a, a. It's kind of like a mixture of a fire station where they have got the pole, but they've a, a hole right. that you go through, right? right? So what they would do is they would, <laughs> the Hi, pole I'm in third grade. Tell me more about this hole that you go into. <laughs> so, so they would have a. The pole would curve, right? Mm. And it's very similar to, I was just recently driving in the mountains of the south, you know, the the breakaway uh, ramp for the runaway trucks? Oh, right, trucks. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was like that. Yeah. yeah, so the stripper, if she had too much oil, right. thankfully she wouldn't die because the pole would, would, she, she would might curve go, upwards. Yeah. yeah, Zooming in the, you know, the third row, yeah, but she's room. not going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a safety pole. You know, it's called the stripper safety pole. Well, the one black chick who came down, they thought because you know, black women have the big booties and everything, but they're putting all the fake booties on. And so when she came down, one of her asses exploded when she oh. hit Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's terrible. That's yeah. terrible. Because they don't know. People don't know. I think they just, oh, it's just, you know, it's just an ass. No, no you can't just... You know that stuff is that's silicone. If it, you know, yeah, have like a big pop noise in you. Yeah, now you got one cheek bloop, and then you got the other cheek. <laughs> well, you know, another problem is just the friction of on the pole. You know, yeah. And so what a lot of them do is uh, is they wear merkins just for that purpose, yeah. so that they're rubbing the to merkin. prevent chafing. It's like yeah, a bass player yeah, yeah. wears a, a wristband. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's. I mean, it's probably the same company that makes the Merkins and the, <laughs> yeah. the bass player wrist guard. It's yeah. it very likely. So, so is, it, is it called? It's good a, to diversify. Is it called a, a uh, so they have like, like so a black chick could go in and get a, an Afro type Merkin? I, white you know, I haven't done enough research. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure got, I, it's very it. likely. Yeah, I mean, I know, you know. Because it wouldn't uh, be cool if you had, you know, well, I'm not saying the sisters don't have, you know, that I, type I, of hair between their legs, but I'm just saying. I, you know, would, I would imagine some of them go with the blonde Merkin, just, you know. You know. 
just to fuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> so you think the dark-skinned sister would go in with a, and ask for a blonde? But can I get blonde, she, please? I mean, she might. She yeah. might, or she might blonde. want it. She yeah. might want it tight. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and also the merkin. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, like, I like I like that we have not discussed a single news no, issue. No, we? we're yeah, we're like yeah. we're like news? twenty minutes into the show. This is uh, this, about this tw- one is locker room talk. For well, sure. this is well no this, I mean, no. this is what happened to Jeffrey when Jeffrey was here. We never Jeffrey. We never. Get yeah, there was there was one uh, one episode with uh, when Hendrick was on. Oh, okay, and we just nice. never. But uh, we are we are about twenty minutes into the show, and we're also two hundred forty seven days into the Biden administration. And as of today, we've got Timberney. Six hundred eighty-seven thousand two hundred forty-seven Americans dead from the coronavirus, and forty-two million eight hundred nineteen thousand seven hundred eighty-one confirmed cases, with about two hundred twelve point nine million people having gotten at least one dose of the vaccine, with about one hundred eighty-three million of them, three in this very room, who are fully vaccinated. Now, and I read a, I, I was just going to say real quick, uh, I read a, a Charles Pierce article in, uh, in Esquire this week uh, where I learned that we have surpassed the national death toll from the 1918 flu epidemic. So and that's go just, America. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's a trivi- little trivial question. I mean, it's not really trivial, but I don't think it's been a news, a big major news item. How many people, though, have most likely died in the United States from COVID or COVID-related injuries or COVID pandemic brought upon injuries? How many as of, say, September 5th? So you just gave a number that was 600-some thousand, right? What's the real death toll? Um, well, people 697,000? You have a guess? No, no, but guess? Pe- no, people always say that, though. They always say that's not the real number. Yeah, 1 million is the estimate by September 5th. So it'd be, Wow. Yeah, because... And that's based- oh, that's because DeSantis. No, DeSantis is lying. Right, not, right. But not the census. Not using the census. They wouldn't use the census for that. No, no, but, no. I'm saying but, no, DeSantis, 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 the governor of Florida. Oh, DeSantis. He yeah, will yeah. not Sorry. put out the numbers. Oh, of yeah. What is truly that he's been lying since his ass has been there? Because he, he, yeah. Trump told him to do it. Well, here's and, what here's what I would say. The 600 some blah 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 is death certificates that say that have it as a contributing factor. You know, say COVID. Well, right. it's cause of death. They don't cause- list contributing factors okay. on death okay. certificate. I mean, yeah, yeah. So not not to uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but, death obsessed guy over here. Yeah, let me tell you about but, the paperwork. But then there's the deaths where you know, let's say you've got let's say you have 50 people mm-hmm. that died of pneumonia or some sort of pneumonia related disease. Right. Right. Well, you may never have tested them for COVID, but a year earlier. The, the average would have been 40. And so 10 of those deaths most likely were COVID-related. Anyway, there's a ton of people dying, extra people. So that's, that's basically 300 additional, uh, 300,000 additional but, but, deaths. But now, pneumonia is connected to... Also a bad co- stripper name, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Coming to the stage, pneumonia. Yeah. I mean, just because most people can't spell it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she start with Pete? No, yeah. but that's usually how she and they finishes. Can't pronounce so. chlamydia either. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't so, catch that. <laughs> chlamydia. Uh, uh, Still haven't caught it. <laughs> the uh, the the a lot of people, you know, 
the first thing they get, remember Trump had pneumonia. They refused to tell you he had pneumonia, but so a lot of people... When you, the, I, th- the, I thought it was pronounced Melania. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the thing that gets in your... The first thing that hits you as you're getting sick is the pneumonia mm-hmm. because that's where all the damage is in the lungs, which, you know, and if the pneumonia gets... As it gets deeper and the, the virus really gets on you, which really... Because pneumonia alone will cut off your wind. Okay. Yeah. So if you got pneumonia, and you're, and then next thing you know, and you're overweight. So let's add in. We'll, we'll add in uh, the high blood pressure. We'll add in, you know, if you get diabetes or if you got any other underlying illness, comorbidities. Connect, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got all this. You already can't can you know? Because I had pneumonia, you know, back in 2011, and I could not catch my breath. You didn't hear anything about no COVID or whatever, and it. It gives you scar tissue in your mm-hmm. lungs. It's called interstitial lung disease. It will cut. It will damage your lungs. So if you get just getting the pneumonia, and then you multiply the what what the virus itself on top of that, you're gone. And that's well. And there there are other so you know side effects that they're they're finding with the whole yeah they're calling it the long COVID yeah you know where it's it is the the permanent lung damage it's the brain fog it, right. you know all these other things that it's like yeah you know there are, sure there are people and I know you had it and you were asymptomatic right. and you had a week and you know but they had to call and check thankfully on me every week. yeah, yeah they oh, checked absolutely. on me like every two three days my doctor would call she said I'm going to call you every two to three days to ask you how you are even though i was because she was waiting in case it was going to get yeah and I, didn't, I didn't know i had it no and i mean <laughs> but the the whole thing with long covid it's and it's funny um going back a couple weeks in the news and uh sad about the passing of norm mcdonald but i i was watching a lot of norm mcdonald clips after he passed away and there was a bit he was doing about uh taking acid where you know when when someone was like Hey, you take that, and you know, twenty years later, you could have a flashback. You know, oh right, and, uh, yeah, that was a great. Point. And 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 so so you know, so I took it, and, uh, and you know, twenty years later, I still haven't felt anything from that. So I got gypped. <laughs> you know, but it's but that's the thing with the long COVID is yeah, you you may be asymptomatic, you may have a really light case, or you know, yeah, I'm in bed. It it was like a really really bad flu. But then there are long-term effects that you may not know about at the time that, boy, howdy, they're, they're going to come into play later in life if you make it that far. My sister, my, my baby sister, ended up, when she got COVID, it gave her not only, once she was coming down off of COVID, she ended up with high blood pressure and she ended up with diabetes. So, she did, so either she was pre-diabetic and then the COVID took her there and then her blood pressure shot. But she, she was, you know, she's a heavy girl. You know, she's had three kids. She's married. And I'm sitting there going, you know, this this automatically, it, it's it's what it multiplies automatically. And it, it, so if you do already have something, like you're saying, this is like some extra damage that's coming your way, you mm-hmm. know. Because, you know, people don't talk about, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not even having good conversations on building your immunity or a better way of eating. I mean, we have all the information, but will the average American actually do it? No, because they're too busy trying to be a consumer. Mm-hmm. They consume shit, but their the, the health, their health is the last thing that they think about. So, you know, like one of the guys asked me, 
So, Ty, when you make all your money from Hollywood, are you going to go out and, 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 and buy you a Bentley, man? You're going to get it? And I said, no, no, no. But I did. I brought up on my phone. I did show him what I brought. I said, I brought a, I, what is that? I said, that's an army-issued flamethrower. <laughs> He said, what are you going to do with that? I'm going to burn motherfuckers like you who ask me ignorant fucking questions like that. I do not see buying, spending $300,000 on a car that will cost you $3,000 for an oil change. An oil change is 300 bucks. Sorry about that. It's like, no. Dude, I don't care. We have people who are dying and we're more concerned. You're telling me that this shot is going to fuck me up, but we, we... Think about it. We could never go to grade school. Go back all the way back to your grade school year. You couldn't get in a grade school in the United States if you hadn't been vaccinated or anything. You still can't. Well, uh, fuck. I I don't have it in my notes. I think it's uh, uh, one of the state legislators in Florida who now wants to, because of this whole COVID thing and Republican insanity, he now wants the state to take a look at mandated vaccines for you yeah, know, pertussis for TB gonna, yes. for all this shit that you know. You we're gonna we're gonna things. bring them. All, we're gonna bring all the classics back. Yeah, you know. You remember yeah. the little make thing America that you had dead on your again? Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the, the vaccination tet- mark. That was a tetanus shot, wasn't it? No, no, that was uh, TB. TB tuberculosis. Okay, so, so, okay we, so we did tuberculosis, polio. We've done. I mean, what is the problem? You got everything. Oh, it might do this. Yeah, everything might do that. Remember they took the Tylenol and the guy was fucking with the Tylenol bottle? Oh, yeah. killed about eight people. Yeah, killed eight. Okay. And they changed now. every bottle since. Yeah. But exactly. That's that is what they did, is they changed the packaging and made the made the bottles tamper proof and right. harder to get into. They didn't ban Tylenol. Right. They didn't ban every, you know, well, it's it this is acetaminophen. So, you know, aspirin should be fine. Nope. No, aspirin does the same thing as Tylenol. We got to get rid of aspirin too. Right. Let's just get rid of all the medicine. We didn't do that. No. We changed the fucking right. bottles. Right. We put plastic like tight plastic seals around the top right. of the bottle. Right. So, right. when you buy it, you know if it's been fucked with. Well, you know like syrup. You know everybody was making that syrup thing. So, they were taking the like scissor scissor whatever and, and taking the cough medicine. Right, so right. So, what do you do now? You go into CVS pharmacy and you get a slip. You have to go and they'll go and bring it to you. You can't just go buy it off the shelf like you used to. You have to go to them with your little slip even in grocery stores. You have to have, you got to get that little slip and then take it to the clerk and they will go get the medicine for you. Shit, that you way, can't even buy shampoo on your own at the, right, at the grocery right. stores these Ralph's, days. Ralph's now, I was in Ralph's last night, they have a, a glass wall on one side so you can't take any shampoo out from that yeah, side. Yeah, you have to call, like, yeah, there's yeah. push the button, get someone from the store to open the thing. What kind of goddamn shampoo are you guys buying? <laughs> Um, it's 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 got a mild heroin extract. Um, really? It, yeah, you're. Uh, so it'll have you out front, you know, hallucinating. I didn't know wash, washing your hair could be making you hallucinate. Right. Uh, do you yeah. remember what was it? The seventies. There was the shampoo with beer in it, and like oh, their yeah, whole ad right. campaign. That's Don't right. drink it. Yep. Yep. God damn it! Do you have to put a sign up to tell a motherfucker don't do that? Well, really? yes. <laughs> Like it's like well, I guess it's like the sign. You ever you ever see the sign that says you know littering a thousand dollar fine, and then you see all this trash put in front. Of, like people are basically it's going to be at you. least a thousand bucks worth here. Yeah, yeah, and, and, because it's you have to tell people don't do something. Yeah. Please don't speed. 
Fuck yeah, you. and then and then you get the people who exactly the fuck you. It's yeah. don't I, do this. I, I'm not going to do it. I, you want me to take your vaccine? Fuck that. I'm taking horse paste. Yeah, yeah. I was just uh, I was just pulling onto the the 101, and you know you have the the red light at at the on ramp, mm-hmm. and this car just blew past me. And I was like, you know, it's not causing that much trouble, but. You know, they have the thing to, so that the traffic flows smoothly. Right. And he's like, fuck you. I'm not, I'm not stopping for you other people. Mm-hmm. Probably not vaccinated. Yeah. That, would be, that would be a fair guess. Yeah, yeah it, was, you know, it was funny. Uh, I, was, I was driving with a, a friend of mine last night, and we were in a turn lane. And there's a, a bus that had turned mm-hmm. onto the opposite, you know, opposite lanes. And there was a guy who apparently didn't want to miss the light. And he was behind the bus, so he tried to make the turn, but so he wasn't hanging in the middle of traffic. He kind of came around the left side of the bus, so he was like right in front of us in the turn lane. Oh shit! And and my buddy who's driving is like, "What the fuck? I'm I'm I should just get out and yell at this guy." I'm like, "Well, no, you shouldn't, because he may shoot you." Actually, he's driving a Subaru, so he probably wouldn't. But still, poor form. Well, how am I going to turn? He will get out of the way. Trust me. It will happen. You know, but I guess the point of the story is people do stupid shit all the time. Right. And it seems, and and maybe this is just like the, the perception filter, but it seems like they do the really dumb shit when it affects other people. And the reason I bring up the perception filter is maybe you just notice how dumb they're being more because their idiocy is affecting you directly now. And, you know, before we started recording time and you were asking, like, we're talking about the the religious exemption. Right. And I have seen a lot of people on, on Facebook, you know, who do background acting or work crew, you know, but work in film and TV production in some aspect. And a lot of sets now are vaccine mandatory, but they they say they will make exceptions for health or religious you know, exemption, and then you know they'll look at your case and maybe let you work on the show. But I'm seeing all these people who are like, "How do I get a religious exemption?" And it's like, you don't. You know what? You you just you don't because if you do that, and you're doing it because I don't want to get the vaccine because I'm an idiot. First of all, it it just really it cheapens and fucks with anyone who does have a legitimate religious or and I I mean you know me I don't yeah, care yeah. so much about the the religious exemption but the health exemption. There are people who right. cannot get the vaccine because they have legitimate health issues. So if you come in, I don't want to get the vaccine. I'm going to get a religious exemption. Well, now you are endangering everybody. Right. So um, yeah. it's you know y- y- the what do you what do you do if you don't want to get the vaccine but you still want to work? Find another fucking job or work from home. You'd- well, I can't do this job if I work from home. Well, then get the vaccine. It's really fucking simple. You know, as as someone else put it, quoting Pink Floyd, you can't have your pudding if you don't eat your meat. There we go. Well, now, uh, now I, I um, normally to get a religious exemption, you'd have to belong to a religious group that preaches against medicine. 
Um, I don't. Is think it Seventh Day Adventists? That would be one of them. Okay. Uh, Christian Scientist, yeah. Which sure. is weird because they have scientist in the name. <laughs> exactly. Um, maybe the Amish. I don't know. Although I think they're getting vaccinated. But anyway, and and uh, slight slight. Since you mentioned Subaru, I just I just need to give you my latest trivia about Subaru. Ah, you ready for this? Lay it on us. This is just something I learned. See, uh, in the '90s or so, or maybe it was the early 2000s, they were the first company to embrace advertising to gay consumers what happened was they found out that lesbians were buying a lot of subarus so they went they decided to go with it and they found ways to advertise subtly that that lesbians would get that this is advertised to me so one of their ads so using coded language yes well one like one of them or kind of jokey one one of them said it's not a choice it's the way we're built (laughs) and in some of the print ads the the license plate on the car said uh, Xena fan. Nice. And uh, when there was an economic downturn, they were one of the few uh, automakers that actually increased uh, their sales. So anyway, uh, apropos of nothing, and I apologize. No, but well, no, no. Well, actually, you know that the gays probably bring about five billion dollars into. Uh, the United States economy, if not more, people forget what they bring to the economy. You can't just start throwing people out because you have to send these people have they buy. I mean, just like you have gay. Well, and I think uh, for so long, you know, you know, it, because it, they were closeted and they weren't out and admitting that, you know, and I mean, there certainly have been plenty who have, but I think because there were, you know, American culture led so many gay people to be closeted. They weren't seen by the marketing people because kind of going back to the, you know, my joke about Botox for babies. It's like marketing people will, you know, they anything. Oh, there's money to be made. Let's fucking do this. So there is no freedom. Well, no, there's, you know what? The, because uh, there I, is freedom. I, that, I, I, I say I that say, because of the, no, of I, how, how if you, if I have to come out of something, okay, then you keep saying how free I am. But if I come out and say that I am, you slap me. But if I stay in, you don't, you know, but, but I'm, I'm not allowed well, it's to like, be. You know, back in, uh, I don't know, it was late 80s, maybe early 90s, Ice-T had an album, uh, Freedom of Speech, Just Watch What You Say. And the thing is, and I'm not saying that consequences are always right, you know, and looking at why gay people felt they had to stay closeted, uh there were consequences and I'm not defending the consequences here, but this is, this is basically, you know, and you say you're not free. Knowledge is freedom and knowledge gives you the freedom to live your life as you choose to. Mm -hmm. But the thing is with freedom, as with anything else, there are, are consequences sometimes good sometimes bad you got to do like a cost benefit thing in your head if you work in the 70s in a wall street firm and you're gay you could choose to live a closeted life and make a shitload of money on wall street and you will have financial freedom while you are living with your own secrets or you could choose to come out, risk losing your job, 
but also potentially become a groundbreaker and and start making waves that maybe you're working for the right firm where they're like, you know, he smokes pole. Yeah, but he's bringing in a shitload of money. Well, fuck it. Let's keep him on and we just won't talk about so the gay how, thing. So how does McCarthy uh, go after communists and gays? Okay, he, go, he goes he goes after uh, communists and gays, right? And his boy, Roy Cohen, who is gay, who he sent out to go get the gays. Well, well it's the, it's the it, same. It, it, no, no, no. no. It's, this is, no, you're absolutely right. But this is, it, and it's funny because Trump was like an acolyte of, of Roy Cohn. And it's the whole thing of if you point, and we saw this for the last four years, we're still seeing it with the, with the recounts and everything. You point the finger at the other guy and accuse them of doing what you're doing. And that gets the heat off of you because everyone's looking at where your finger's pointing. Right, but did, yeah. Did and somebody then, mention Trump? Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. But, I mean, it's like, but I, I mean, do try to bring these things back to the news well, I mean, occasionally. That's what I'm saying. Are you free or are you not free? Because no, you, you you are you, free in your freedom. Mind. Freedom is your choice. Yeah, but you have to you have to minute. you have to acknowledge reality, and in reality. There are consequences. There is a reaction to every action. It's but, it's basic physics, and it translates into society. So, yeah, you are free to do this. It's it's like all these fucking right-wing snowflakes who, well, how come I can't say the N-word and scream at Jews on the street? Well, you can. You have freedom of speech. You are allowed to do that. But if you do that, you are opening yourself up to repercussions, be it, you know, being shunned, which is getting off easy, or getting your ass kicked by a bunch of Jews and black people. Right, but the, the thing... There are saying, consequences what, to your actions, and this is part of freedom. There is responsibility involved. I, I, guess, I, I guess that I'm saying is on a physical standpoint of me just going to work. Now, mind you, I haven't... All I've said was that I'm gay. That's all I've said. I've said I'm gay, and I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to I'm going to get a job. You hired me. Well, who's, who's that, the guy? Well, you know he's gay. Okay, yes, but he's working. Okay, and I don't think that one should be a consequence because he's working. He has a job. He's working now. He didn't go out and put a bullhorn in front of his mouth and say that I'm gay. He put on. He basically, matter of fact, he didn't maybe even listen to, to Lady Gaga. A yeah, well, too maybe loud he didn't even have desk. to say he was gay. Someone in the job they maybe they're out having a beer and he's hey dude i never seen well you know i am i'm homosexual oh okay you know or he brings a friend to a party and they find out he's gay okay now he didn't he didn't come out and say that he was gay he brought a friend and he then he found well yes this is my my boyfriend blah 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 and then the people that he was working with finds out that he dude this dude's gay blah 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 and then all of a sudden it spreads to the job and then the job decides well we can't have gays here at the job because we got to fire them and then it's like well wait a minute dude he didn't he, you invited him to a party, and you told him he didn't put it in your face. He just brought a friend. The friend happened to be his boyfriend. They weren't kissing or anything. They were sitting there having a beer, talking about life, and they were doing, and and it's amazing that that's not fit. And I believe well, that I mean, what, they're, what like, the gays are or, or what the gays are talking about is like, dude, you. I stayed in the closet. You know, and I had to eventually come out. And yeah, I probably took that ass whooping because, as I always tell kids at my job, working in probation. You know, he might be a little, you know, uh, uh, he may have a curve in his body, but that fist is straight when he hits you. So he does not, <laughs> the, the, the fist is very straight and he will beat your ass if you fuck with him. Because gays just got to the point, screw you, 
I'm going to be who I want to be. And they had to fight for it, just as, as anybody else, when they were saying, how stupid is this? When the United States had gays, the, 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 the federal government had gays everywhere at the time of McCarthy. And J. Sure. Edgar Hoover was actually gay. And yet you are attacking gays and you're, you're doing all of this. Yeah, because you can make them the other. You, you know which way society is leaning. And the thing is, now they're... Uh, at least for now, we'll we'll see what happens. But right. there are legal protections. So if that happens and you do get fired because you know someone saw you with your boyfriend at a bar, now you can sue the job. Are you right. going to win? Eh, you know, depends on your lawyer. Depends how much money your job has to spend on lawyers and and whatever. Right, right. But this is you know the reason we have laws is because people are fucking assholes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, if people could just like be cool. We wouldn't need laws, but people are not cool. People drive like idiots and get launched through windshields. So now we, we have seatbelt laws. Right. The, the guys who make the cars, yeah, they may cut some corners here and there. And even if you are wearing your seatbelt, you're going to fly through the windshield. Right. So now we have laws that make them have to build the cars safer. And, and basically, laws are, are a response to people doing dumb shit. <laughs> well, they, they actually had to tell, um, they said, well, you know, dude, why, you know, we want less government. I said, do you know why we have government? So we can, ha so we can have someone that can police these damn companies for the people who they're planning on fucking over because they're not fair. There are a lot of companies who, do, who cut corners and do shit that they're not supposed to do because they're greedy bastards and they don't care about the American public. You keep saying, I mean, the, the, the people say, well, you know, we want less government. But see, if I give you trust in you, I give you less government, what do you do? You give us the debacle of 2008 of screwing up the, 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 the real estate. Or what is that? What did we have before that? The uh, where was it, was it Bush? The junk bonds? No, when Bush and and they were dealing with, they screwed up the the damn they sent everything in the toilet. Was that Bush? But or was it, that Obama had to clean up. Which one is? Oh Obama? yeah, that was Bush. That was Bush. Okay, and and what did we do? We had less government, and then everybody took advantage. You know, and every time we do that, that we give you less of, you say, oh, that opens the door for you to screw. And so I had people actually saying to me, well, you should have been on your game, man. You should have known about the real estate. People should have. No, they're trusting you. So what you're saying to me is, I can't trust. You're saying my government's fucked up. No, I don't even trust. I damn sure don't trust the company. Because the dude behind the, 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 the saying that you care about now, we care about shareholders more so than we do the people. I definitely well, can't and also, you know, and going off what I was saying earlier about, you know, we have laws because people are stupid. We also have laws because occasionally the people making the laws are extremely corrupt. And yeah. so they write laws to benefit themselves. Yeah. And this, you know, this is you can you can look at it from the racial side of things and like go back to, you know, covenants and redlining and, yeah. and shit, you know, and and the the people who are in power will often write laws that benefit themselves. Right. Uh, you look at the tax code and what the Republicans have been doing to, to screw the working man that they're supposed to be the party of. Well, given all, you know, right now, for instance, the we're, we're looking at a potential uh, government shutdown right. over the debt ceiling. Right. 
And if, you know, if you're not familiar with the debt ceiling or you haven't heard a bunch of armchair economists analyzing it and explaining it on the news this week, basically the, the debt ceiling approval that needs to be given and raising the ceiling is to pay for the things that the government has already put into legislation. So right now, uh, they are they're in D.C. They are fighting about how to pay the bill for the Republican tax cuts that came in under Trump. And, and, and I mean, other things as well. But it, yeah, it just shows you how fucking dumb Republican voters are that they're going to be like, yeah, shut it down. Shut it. And it's like, exactly. This is this is you, you ate at a restaurant and now you're trying to leave them without yeah. paying the bill. Exactly. It's, it's so irresponsible, and it is political, even though it's hurting the United States, it's hurting you know, the strongest economy in the world, you're throwing, you know, throwing it at risk. And uh, I fucking think that every Republican, or any Democrat too, of course, that supports this shutdown should commit suicide. Um, fuck them. <laughs> uh, fuck their dog. Fuck everybody hey, that loves let's leave them. Leave the dogs out of this. <laughs> okay, they're cats. Fuck, fuck their coffee machine. Hey, fuck hey, their hey! Now you're, now you're. Fuck their house. Let's, let's compromise. Fuck their microwaves, Bentley. cats, <laughs> Bentleys. Yeah. Um, Unless it's the guy who lived next door to yeah. the Jeffersons. He was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good Bentley, but you can't own people. Um, so there you go. Texas is working on yeah, that. Yeah, they're working. You on know, it. we'll we'll get there again. Make make America great. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it it is interesting times. One of the other big, you know, talking about companies owning people and and things. One of the big stories in the week has has been the potential downfall of Facebook. Um, had the Wall Street Journal reports, and I I know most of their reporting is behind a paywall online, but they've got a podcast that you can get on Spotify. Four parts, I believe, so far explaining. Like, why is everyone freaking out about Facebook this time? Because there have been so many freakouts over it in the past few years. And basically, and it's funny because there are so many parallels that I've been seeing in the news this past week between what's going on with the Trump administration and with Facebook. Because we'll start with Facebook, as, as that's what I was talking about at the beginning of this rant. They basically did a lot of studies to look into the negative effects of social media uh, on everything from politics and public discourse to uh, the self-esteem of teens that could potentially lead to self-harm. And they, they did all this research and found out things don't look too good for Facebook. You know, it's, uh, it, it turns out, oh, yeah, we really do amplify uh, all, all the body shame that, that the kids are having. And we, we really do poison political discourse by giving a larger microphone to, to the ignorant people who essentially set out like some of them are genuinely stupid enough to believe the shit that they're saying and posting online. Some of them, they're just trying to be provocateurs and that will get amplified. And so realizing that there was a potential PR disaster on their hands and aside from the, the PR that they're actually legitimately causing provable harm to children and 
to nations. Well, what's the most logical response to that? Do we do we make safer bottles? Do we do we invent safety seals for the bottles? Nope, we're just going to take those reports and bury them and uh, just not talk about them. And then one of the other big Facebook uh, stories this week turns out a few years ago when they paid, they had to pay like huge fine. They actually overpaid by like $5 million to get something worked into the deal that the execs at Facebook, namely Mark Zuckerberg and Sheryl Sandberg, wouldn't suffer any consequences. Wow. And so the parallels between that and what's going on with the Trump administration, one of the news stories that broke this week was that before they started pushing the lies about the voting machines and the voter fraud and everything, they already had internal reports saying none of this is true. The election was clean. The the machines worked as they are intended to, uh, which is... To clarify, just in case anyone is wondering, to actually count the votes fairly as they come in. It's and know, it, what did the Trump they push campaign yeah, the do? Line. Did they did they change their tack? Did they did they come up with better bottles? Did they safety seat? Nope. Now we're just gonna yeah, this is the truth, and we're gonna put it over here because it is much more convenient to what we're trying to do to lie our asses off and get a bunch of ignorant folks all fucking upset. Now, the the depressing, the the extra depressing thing is that that will have no effect, the, the, the release of that information. You know, I just watched, it was a clip where one of the uh, protesters at the most recent rally. The, the failed J6 rally last yeah. weekend? Yeah, so he's saying that, oh, on January 6th, everybody was peaceful. They just came in, they were peaceful. So they show him the footage of the police officer being crushed in the doorway. And he's saying, well, he could just back up, you know. And it was, it was nothing. He didn't, I mean, he's looking at it and not seeing any issue, you know. And it's too many people that are just too far gone. I, I tell you. I, well, when the, I will, when the party tells you not to believe what you see or what you hear. I, be, yeah. I believe, I mean, you got to give, and I hate to say it, but you... Trump did a hell of a job fucking these people over. He did a hell of a job. He really sold them. And I'm not, and people, you can't even just blame it and say, oh, white people. No, 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 no. He got people of all different races, and especially, and I, I, you know, I would really drive me crazy that, you know, like you have these people who are from uh, foreign countries and everything come over here and. They bitch about they they bitch about our homeless or they bitch about uh, uh, they're saying that you know we we're giving away money. These are the same people like the people that come over from Nigeria or whatever and they complain they all become Republicans and whatnot. But yet there are more. Do you know there are more Nigerian doctors in the United States than there are in Nigeria? That yeah. is impressive. Right. So my thing, and then they come over and they all vote Republican. They all try because everybody wants to simulate like they say, like the white people are doing. Oh, we don't, you know, because we tell them, as my sister would say, that we tell them that the, the streets are paved with gold when you get here, and we and we take them in, and, and they look down upon everybody else, and they, they you know, and if, I don't know if you've noticed in the, you don't, I don't know if you guys watch football, if you notice, a friend of mine said to me, he said, Ty, you notice with all those Nigerian names on the back of the uh, jerseys, those guys are coming over here and they're sleeping with American women. 
having these kids, putting it, because Nigeria, <laughs> in Nigeria, they believe, and you got to give it to them, they're like Asians and any other thing, which I think is great. They believe in education. What I, what I have a problem with is, is when you criticize something that you rode off the backs of the civil rights of the people who, who well, brought know, this but, thing in, you know, like and then we you're saying, complaining. Like we were saying on the show a couple of weeks ago, and you know, mm-hmm. directly to this point, how much more American, you know, if you want to, yeah, you know, you want to assimilate into society well how much more american can you be than fucking over other people to get what you want right i got mine fuck you let's change the laws you know i'm in the building everything's safe let's lock the door so no one else can get in now, now watch now, what's, these, these are nigeria some of these are nigerians that you know yeah no, no, well i mean yeah with. but i'm saying from what i've we, if you look at a lot of the folks i've, I've jamaican nigerian cuban uh, uh, people from Venezuela. They were all Trump supporters. They believe that we that our poor is taken. We don't want no socialism. We don't want... It's like you fuckers came over here and you received what other people died for so you could get well, yourselves together. Dead, so. now, now, is there yeah. a phenomenon? What about Haitians? What they're doing to the Haitians is brutal. What they did in Texas, rounded them up like they were like back in the old west and beating them with the whatever. But the Haitians, you know, we screwed up Haiti. Oh yeah, yeah. no. But we, I, what we, I, my my question is: Are there Haitian Republicans? Oh, I, I wouldn't. Once they become, once they start yeah. making their money, yeah, they do. They become Republicans. Well, and I think also, and we've talked about this a lot on the show, uh, especially when when uh, Kat Alvarado's on the panel because uh, you know, yeah, her family's from Nicaragua, and. For a lot of the people who come from, you know, South America, I was going to say South Central, but figured, yeah, let's just make sure we're not bitching about South Central. Uh, but you know, folks who come from countries where there are leftist revolutions that then put people in power who become extremely selfish and corrupt, like Ortega in Nicaragua, you know, because that's one of the funny things. Cats like young enough that and i mean she's heard stories you know from her mom but talking to her about like yeah i remember when i was growing up daniel ortega was a good guy you know he was he was the one who was fighting for the people well the the old uh the belief that power corrupts absolute power corrupts absolutely pr wise Folks are able to convince these people that this is not because this man is a power-hungry individual who became corrupt once he got into office. He's a leftist. And so all the leftists are are tyrannical. And it's that belief that they carry from their country to here. And then they team up, you know, with the Republicans who are talking about how. Uh, anyone you know who's who's left of center right is is a socialist and a communist and like oh well hey the communists like are, are fucking up my country that's right and these these socialist communist red liberal tards are are fucking up our country yeah well I I see your point so I will come with you right and they don't they really don't understand if they if they I think Kat was saying one time we need to put that type of history behind us and how can you you've already I said we provided. We've backed every corrupt 
But if you, if Haiti, if we back Papa Doc, who drove, who killed his own people and drove Haiti into the ground, we did the same thing in Cuba. We did the same thing in the Dominican Republic because we didn't want those people to get unions. We didn't want them to unionize. When people say, well, why are they coming over here? They're coming over here because we're in their country and we control their country. And, and we're running and telling them what to do. And those guys are making all the money and they just keep bringing in the same folks. Well, but the thing is, it's it's not just South American dictators, Central American dictators, Caribbean dictators who are trying to crush the unions. One of the big stories in the news this week and, you know, particularly poignant uh, to, to me is that IATSE, the union for all the everyone in Hollywood uh, working in production who Below isn't an line. actor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, everyone from your art directors to your camera people to mm-hmm. your hair, makeup, wardrobe are talking about going on strike okay. because one of the big issues is the whole new media stuff. And there's, there's a lower rate, uh, even for actors. You make less money working on something for new media. Well, what's classified as new media is no longer new. And much of it, and especially like the streaming services, Mm -hmm. is either independent of the major studio system like Netflix, but they are like a juggernaut financially and production-wise. Or you get the studios who own either their own streaming service like HBO Max or uh, the Paramount Network or Disney Plus or Peacock for Universal or Hulu, which is owned by Universal and Fox. This is no, you know, it's not new media anymore. It's not an untested uh, business model. But thankfully for for the producers, uh, due to old contracts, they there's still a system set in place where there is less pay and fewer protections for employees and below the line employees on new media and now they're trying to get even less you know and the the crew people are trying to get reasonable work hours a more reasonable turnaround and the producers are coming back saying okay we can do that but you don't get any meals no meal break, you know, and basically it's the old, you know, story older than this country, but labor getting screwed by management. And so now what happens if they go on strike? Well, production comes to a standstill and this is across the country uh, because of associated unions and even in Canada. So there is not going to be any new content being made. And we'll see if that, you know, gets people who don't care about industry stuff to, you know, well, yeah, you may not care about, you know, how much a grip is getting paid, but you're not going to be able to watch Grey's Anatomy for, you know, the next seven months. And then you're going to have to wait because they haven't produced anything, you know. So even if you're not associated, if you're, well, I don't care. Well, these are the people who helped you maintain sanity through the pandemic. You binge watched, you, you found new series, you, you rediscovered old favorites, all of these made by people who are now getting screwed. So, um, if, 
if you don't work in the industry, you still consume media. And if you want to keep doing that, support the unions. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah, I'm I'm on board. I'm ready to uh, do whatever you want people to do, whether it means canceling streaming services to as a negotiating thing. I would I would cancel uh, streaming services. Yeah, gotta get gotta get my roommate on board with that. Well, but, but think well, about think about how much money you could save. Well, yeah. you know the actors. How, how much more? You know, time and you you keep talking about like, do we have freedom? How much more freedom you would have to do other things because you're not sitting on the couch binging Tiger King or whatever the fuck. Well, I I don't have any. Of well, that. right, I got, but I got, I'm not saying yeah. you personally. I know, I'm, I know what you're saying, you know. but I'm I'm just saying I, I would like I have a friend who who was upset that he would lost a gig because he didn't go get vaccinated. You know, and they told him, dude, are you, they asked him, are you vaccinated? He said, well, you can't do this gig. And he said, Dan, this is bullshit. And it's like, you know what business you're in, okay? And they're going to charge you, you know? I mean, they're going to say to you, dude, I'm paying you a shitload of money. You need to get vaccinated, okay? And that's what these unions fight for because if they didn't, if that union wasn't there, like what we have for the writers' union and everything else, these major corporations, and actually they did screw us on the very first when they said that 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 cable wouldn't go anywhere, and that deal on cable, that's the reason why guys that were making big money doing commercials that you don't make a lot of money on commercials like you used to when they first the old cable's not going to go anywhere. Next, you know, there's 300 channels, you know, so they never believed that, and so we got screwed on that. And I'm telling you. You know, you can you can't have it both ways. You got to have somebody fighting for you, and that's why these things. I mean, look at our dues. You joined the union, Dave. Mm-hmm. Okay, guess what? You start making money, boom, they're gonna hit you with your union dues. They're gonna average them out, and you have to pay them every year. But they're tax deductible. You can write them off your taxes. You learn how to do, as you know, much is given, much is required. So if you get start moving up in the monies, everything. But guess what? That is what you pay your union dues for, for people to fight for you. And yes, you're going to have to get a vaccine. You get tested, what, twice a day? Uh, no, no, not that often, but uh, pretty much like... How many a, times a week? Uh, on average, three, two to three times a week. And okay, now I'm working a regular gig, so um, it's pretty much, yeah, every... Every Either time you the go day in. before, right. or maybe they'll like, you'll work two days off of one, one okay. test. Now, would you be able to work if you were not vaccinated? Nope. Okay, so you're even getting... I mean, there your, may be some yeah. shows, but, but not you're the vaccinated, ones I'm working on. You're vaccinated, and you're still getting tested, mm-hmm. okay? But you're saying to yourself, hey, man, because guess what? Vaccinated people can't be known to carry the virus. Right. So these are just things, and I'm sitting there telling guys who... It doesn't matter how good your education is. It doesn't matter... We have some of the most smartest people in the world who are going against getting vaccinated and they're telling people don't do it and then all of a sudden i mean i i lost over at my cigar lounge we lost two or three guys you know because they weren't vaccinated and not not well, off the I mean, not off the variant not off the no, delta yeah, yeah. off the very first when it came out it took them out well uh, based on your discussions of these guys it totally makes sense that they wouldn't be vaccinated right right because they sound like republicans they're all older, and they're all older you guys, know yeah. and they're also uh also they have one of them has a a, uh, a problem with the whole Me Too movement and women yeah. and the whole thing, you know, and and you know you know just getting upset about all that and, and they call them the, the remember they, the little rascals had the He Man hater the, the, uh, He Man Women haters club. yeah so they've got him a T shirt 
<laughs> got him a t-shirt because he i mean you know and but he's a well you know well-known actor and it's just like dude i can't believe you talk about you're always pontificating and talking about you know wealth and stocks and blah 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 and yet you will a simple shot you wouldn't even have to have a conversation yeah one of the best investments you know i can you know, significantly reduce my chances of dying and also getting a lot of bills. You know, uh, yeah. what does what does uh, being ventilated cost if you survive or you die? You right. know, and uh, the shot is free. And and <clears throat> the reason you know it pays off financially is because insurance companies are greedy sons of bitches. Oh yeah, and um, they'll gladly pay for for uh, any vaccination because they save them money. Mm-hmm. You fucking morons! Yeah. So and this guy you, didn't. This guy didn't die. The one in particular. The, but this no, no, this no, brings no, up no. A, yeah. an interesting thing and something that I've been seeing in the news a lot more, uh, more recently. But there are people who, and we've made fun of some of these news stories uh, on the show in the past, where you know they're like, uh, you know, it's are, are people making too much fun of the ignorant. And is, isn't it horrible that people are finding some sort of joy in anti-vaxxers dying from COVID? And, you know, I've been reading these and they, you know, they talk about like an empathy gap and everything. And honestly, nah, you know, I mean, at, at one point, I, I guess the question is, at what point are you supposed to draw the line between you you now have all the information you know it's like i will accept your choice because i respect your your individual freedoms and and respect you as an individual entity but at what point do you do you say you know what you've had enough time to do your research it's it's put up or shut up time like you know the the information is there and if instead of reading like legitimate medical journals or you know findings from actual doctors uh the the information is there and if instead you choose well no nah, i get everything i need from reddit then right you know fine you die simple i mean i uh, i enjoy I'm cool with that i enjoy uh i don't laugh or whatever but i enjoy the herman cain award on reddit yeah. and um you know, it's what a shame. Every single one of them. It's like, with with exception of a few of them, where you're like, "Well, I'm glad that guy's dead." I would um, say there are know, a lot of those. <laughs> but you know, it's for me, it's the one like you know, there was a guy in the hospital, and he's talking about the fat nurses or lazy fat nurses, and then he died of COVID. And it's like, yeah, we we probably weren't benefiting from him <laughs> being alive, so we're probably better without him. But but, but you a know, lot of them I are, think, you know, I think for a little while there was sort people. of a wave of. Yeah, it sucks that people are dying, but let's see, you know, how many red state, red-blooded Americans it takes before their compadres realize like, oh shit, the virus is serious and and maybe we should get vaccinated. But then it turns out no, they're like the guy you were talking about before looking at the video of cops getting beaten up yep. by red-hatted thugs. And saying, oh, well, that's just not true. And at that point, for me, it's it's just like, you know what? Die. Seven, 70 million unvaccinated adults in the United States. Yeah. And one of the other uh, 
stories that I thought was kind of hilarious this week on, on that note is there's a columnist on Breitbart who is now pitching a theory that the, the left wingers by insulting and, uh, uh, basically calling out the anti-vaxxers on the right for being ignorant fools are giving them an, an untenable choice that they can either succumb to rational thought and get the vaccine and be thought of by their peers as a, a loser and a, a cuck or whatever they're, they're calling themselves these days or you know calling other people, or they can die. And it's like, or third choice that I know you're not mentioning here, they could get the vaccine and their their peers and comrades could just accept the fact that they got the vaccine instead of living their lives to make fun of these people and ostracize them. I, I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's not going to happen, but it is an option. I, you know, I, are there campaigns by conservatives who did get vaccinated, like conservative celebrities, like say Bruce Willis, did he get vaccinated and would he make a PSA or are these, I wonder? No, I don't, I don't think so. And pretty much of, of the politicians who are spreading, most likely vaccinated, but spreading all the PR uh, like Rand Paul, uh, Ted Cruz, for instance. Who's the guy in the wheelchair? Which one, Greg Abbott or Madison Cawthorn? There he is, Madison Cawthorn. That guy's a real idiot. Yeah, yeah but dead. I mean, like, you look at Ted Cruz, who's going out there and and screaming on on Fox and whoever else will give him a microphone about mask mandates in in public schools. Meanwhile, he's sending his kids to private schools with them with mask mandates. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I mean, what what can you say about Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz. Go fuck yourself. You could say that. And, <laughs> hey, who and said that? Was that, that you, Tommy? <laughs> that was John Boehner. Oh. Yeah. Uh, who is not with us. Uh, I mean, he's a lie. He's not literally with us. Yes, yes. That was the magic of uh, pre-recorded sound. Sweet. But, um, yeah. It's, it, it, it always fools me. It, it it all comes down to, and what, uh, what I think we've found the theme for today's show is, actions have consequences. Cause has effect. Yes, it, things things are weird like that, but that that tends to be the way things work. Are, are you spelling cause K O Z? I am not. Okay, I, okay. I most definitely am not, <laughs> okay, okay. and I'm not going to waste any airtime. Uh, but we'll talk about this after the show. All right. But on on that note, last last topic for the day. All right. Because the last time, are you ready? The I'm last ready. couple weeks have been filled with news revelations that really haven't been revelations so much as fleshing out details on what we already knew. And this is all coming from the new Bob Woodward book, Peril. Okay. And we already knew the Trump administration was corrupt. How corrupt? Well, Bob Woodward has written three books about that specifically. My question is, and this is kind of something that was covered back in my days in journalism school. And I, I'm guessing it, it isn't covered anymore. And since Bob Woodward was a famous journalist before I was in journalism school, it, you know, the, the negative actually precedes me, but 
Bob Woodward got amazing access to people in the Trump administration to write all three of his books. And at what point is there some semblance of responsibility as a citizen? You know, like if Bob Woodward's house was burning down, would he call the fire department or would he write a book about house fires? (laughs) And then subsequently interview everyone up and down the chain from the firemen who came to the house to the 911 reporters to fire safety experts. And uh, am I... You know, and I understand are, are the you idea. Say, are you saying he should release the information as he learns it soon? I, I think when you get information that is so incendiary and that could provide so much help to, and you know, it's easy to say, "Well, you're you're a partisan hack. You're you're a liberal scumbag, and of course you want any dirt on the Trump administration." It's the the difference though is i'm not talking about dirt i'm talking about evidence of crimes i'm talking about knowledge that could prevent harm from occurring right well and isn't there know, some sort of responsibility yeah i mean i i'm kind of re- remembering that the second book uh probably would Was have revealed would have revealed some knowledge of the covid Mm-hmm. Um, ahead of time. However, some of that was known, and right, know. and like I like I was saying, you know, a lot of this stuff that's coming out in the the new Woodward book, it's like, yeah, we knew about a lot of it, but we didn't have the details, yeah, you know, and it was the kind of thing that, yeah, everybody knows it, and you can see the consequences in the world around you, but. Is it provable in court? Well, we don't have those details. Hey, Bob Woodward does, and he's just yeah. going to sit on him. You know, and well, I mean, I people mean, I bitched about the, this the, with the, John Bolton when yep. he was in the Trump administration, and he didn't say shit about how fucked up anything was until he was out. Yeah, I, yeah. I really um, think that you know, like the, like the book that came out with the government with uh, General Milley, and they went after him, and I really. Uh, I'm with you on the, the you know this stuff should have came out sooner because we could have prevented you know Millie almost Millie they got mad at Millie because they said he contacted China but it's like we had a jackass sitting a, a literal jackass sitting behind who could have start put us into World War Three and and he also he cut the deal with the Taliban and didn't have any Afghanistan people there the Afghanistan government wasn't there you cut this deal and you purposely and i really they haven't said it but they you know you know they're 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 gonna do the tapes on the trump kids they got they're getting the tapes all the information uh and and everything on on those guys and they're gonna find out how this family and this really also makes you look at americans today and the the ignorance of us i mean it's 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 just how we were just bamboozled man and and they wrote that they wrote that shit and and they just made asses out of us. You can be mad at Newsom. You can say whatever you want about Newsom, but I'll take Newsom any day than this asshole who sat up and just really bamboozled and made you believe that something was what. And he he knew nothing, and he didn't, it didn't even matter that he didn't know anything. And he he didn't even listen to all the people around him to the point that the people around him were saying, "Dude." You're about to put. You're about to really screw us, and you're, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna really fuck this country up. 
And so, so now he's gone, but yet we're still talking about him because you allowed him to take over. You know, the Republicans well, you know, when there's take- a forest fire, once the fire's out, that doesn't mean there are instantly trees again. You got, you need to give. Well, then, trees yeah. time to grow back. Well, not in his, and I mean, so we are. We are now. We are waiting for trees to grow, standing in the the middle of a scorched. I mean, we wasted three hundred million dollars. Oh, just on the the California recall. What the hell? You guys couldn't have been. You were going to stick Larry Elder. That you were going to stick this. Insane. I mean, it's, and this you know, guy, it's all about you know promoting this anti freedom Republican agenda. To to put the control in the handful of a a powerful minority and a large number of, of major corporations and take the power away from the people while selling them on the fact that we're the ones who are looking out for you. Okay. Well, they they keep saying they're looking out for us, so we should vote for them. The reason why our unions are gone today. Now, when the unions first started, they weren't cool because unions didn't give up. You know, they were giving up. Um, um, they didn't allow black folks in and all this stuff. But this stuff changed. Yeah, but, now but also back then, nobody left black people in. Right. But I'm just saying, I'm just talking about right. unions. Which I'm not justifying. I'm just yeah. saying that was right. that was what everybody did at the time. Right, but I'm just saying. But now, you, you know, but now you've allowed these corporations to get rid of something that fought for you. And just because you had to pay dues to keep the thing, or you said they voted Democrat, you want to get rid of it? And you allow these guys. So now you don't have the unions like you used to. And Bezos is filthy rich. And this is what everybody was afraid of, that he's not going to take care of his people. He's going to sell you on some crap that, you know, if you just pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you'll be like me. What if I ain't got no straps? Fuck. What if I ain't got no boots? Okay. You're lying to me. Well, what what were you wearing when when you didn't have any boots? <laughs> because maybe that's you know that justifies. It. That was my problem. I did, that's what I was wearing. Yeah, you know, I think you were just too provocative, and yeah. uh, you prevented yourself from being able to get boots. Okay, I knew <laughs> I knew it was something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hip. I'm hip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right on. Well, we are getting into boot season anyway. Uh, fall is here, as evidenced by the temperatures in L.A. dipping down into the 80s. So um, we'll deal with climate change uh, maybe next week, maybe sometime after. But much like the Trump administration, we will be dealing with the consequences of our inaction for decades, if not centuries, to come. Hooray. America. So on that happy note, uh, I want to thank you guys for coming in. It has been uh, a very, uh, it, well, it has been a lovely time. Uh, I think as long as we don't think too hard about the shit we talked about, <laughs> yep. or if we do think hard about it and keep working to change it, let's make better bottles. Let's do that. Nice. So thank you. Yeah. So thank you both for the uh, appreciation and for being here. Mr. Jim Coughlin, Always a pleasure to have you with us, should you so desire. Where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Well, uh, you could go to uh, Jim Coughlin or Mr. Jim Coughlin, M-R-J-I-M-C-O-U-G-H-L-I-N, uh, on various... Uh, really cornering the Jim Coughlin yes, domain name market yes. there. And um, <laughs> I'll be uh, doing a Zoom comedy uh, next weekend, next Saturday, October 2nd. Uh, and you can find out about that on my Facebook page. 
Right on, which is? Uh, Facebook.com slash Jim Coughlin. There you go. And uh, on the Twitter? Yep, uh, Mr. Jim Coughlin. Right on. So thank you for being with us. Uh, looking forward to having you back. And we will see you very soon, hopefully. Uh, if not uh, here on the show in person, October 2nd on the Zoom. Arrivederci. Chowski Fronowski, thank you for being here. <laughs> Mr. Time and Ship, always a pleasure to have you with us as well, should you so desire. Where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Uh, time and Ship at uh, Instagram, Time and Ship at Facebook, Time and Ship at Twitter. Also, my website is timeand at wibbly.com, time and ship at wibbly.com. And uh, also, my uh, dry bar comedy show will not be out for a, a while. Uh, people have been asking me, they said nine months. I just did it September 3rd, so probably about nine months when it comes out. And uh, you can get my book, My East St. Louis, at um, amazon.com, or you can get my CD, comedy CD, Universal Brother, at uh, cdbaby.com. And, or Spotify. Right on. Well, thank you for being here with us. Looking forward to seeing you next week. Me, I'm Dr. David Robinson. You can catch me on the socials on Facebook, uh, Robinson. On Instagram, not that often, but when I am, I am the Dr. Robinson, all one word together. And on the Twitter, I am at Stand Up Fall Down. And if you made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating that we are on the socials as well. On the Facebook, all spelled out, let's be treasonable. And on the Twitter, we are at L-E-T-S-B-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-A-B-L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you, the listener. Speaking of you, the listener, I want to thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, tell everyone you know, rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening and even the platforms where you're not, if you got the time and inclination. And if you didn't like what you heard, well, sorry to hear that, but not sure why you stuck around at this point in the show. Glad you did make you a deal. You don't tell anyone. We won't tell anyone. Everybody's happy. We will be back next week in one form or another. Until then, goodbye. goodbye.